as the pastors are coming up and we're get ready, getting ready for a time of prayer. Uh, you know what? It is so powerful when we respond to what God initiates. Let me say that again. It's very powerful when we respond to what God initiates. And I believe that God initiated that there should be this special prayer focus today. And so some of the things that we're going to be praying into, we're going to be praying for the fire of God to burn through our government and bring purity. We're going to be praying for the giant of corruption to be knocked down and destroyed. We're going to pray for the coronavirus to be brought under control in South Africa. We are certainly going to be praying for the safe reopening of the churches. We're going to pray for the voice of the church in this nation to be recognized and respected. We're going to be praying for God's for protection and provision over the people of God at this time. We're going to be praying for the churches to regain any ground that was lost and that more ground will be taken for the kingdom of God. And then the eighth area that we'll pray into is simply for the Holy Spirit to sweep across our nation by His Spirit and bring revival. And so uh, if you've just joined us, welcome. This is a special time of prayer, a prayer service this morning. And uh, myself, together with the other pastors, we're going to take slots of prayer as we pray into these very important things. And before I get into the first one, which I will pray into, and then Pastor Greg will be after that, and Pastor Claudio after that. Before we get into this, I just feel, let's just stand in the house, please. Uh, at home, perhaps you may like to, to stand. You're welcome to do so. But uh, as we're about to pray right now, I felt that I first wanted to begin by glorifying and magnifying the Lord, okay? Because sometimes when we acknowledge how great our God is, then when we pray, we pray from that place of acknowledging the greatness. So would you just maybe lift up your hands to the Lord right now? And we say, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. We set aside this holy prayer time as unto the Lord. We see ourselves as gathered before the throne of grace, knowing that we obtain mercy. And Lord, now we want to just declare that loudly and clearly we declare that you are the great I am. We declare that you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are the God that stretched out the heavens by the breath of your mouth. You're the one who parted the Red Sea so that the Israelites could go through and walk into the freedom and destiny. You're the one that can literally bring uh, tremors and you can shake the earth. You're the one whose voice roars over the waters. You are the soon coming King. And we declare that there is simply no one like our God in all of the heavens and the earth. And you're the God that can shift and move things. You can move the heart of the king like rivers of water that course. You raise up, you bring down. 
and it is in line with your kingdom purpose that we are praying today. And we say, let your kingdom come in the nation of South Africa in the name of Jesus. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done. Now, I wanna get on to this first point, praying for the fire of God to burn through our government and bring purity. And so Father, as we are praying this morning into this area, we don't pray just flippantly. I'm specifically, Lord, together with those that are believing you today, we are praying with faith, believing our God to move. And firstly, we want to repent for the failings and the mismanagement of our government over so many years. Lord, there's been so much misadministration, maladministration, so much looting of resources, so many things that have been done. And surely, oh God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, surely your anger burns against those who have done these things because you are a righteous God, because you are a holy God. And so now we want to declare today that enough is enough. Let your fire burn, we pray in Jesus' name. Let your fire burn through the government of South Africa, Lord Jesus, right through the union buildings, right through the senior officials, the officers, the senior officers, right through the National Executive Council, through the halls of government, through the halls of parliament, through the halls of the different uh, sections of our country, the aspects of the provinces and the provincial administrations. And we as your people are asking you, God, we're asking this with a sincere heart, meaning business with you. And we are praying, oh God, let your fire burn, let your fire fall, let your fire burn through the government in the name of Jesus. And we pray that you would bring purity in Jesus' name. Burn, oh God, we pray. We pray, Lord, that corrupt individuals, that they would face justice without delay. Lord, how can it be for so many years that corrupt people do not face the law, they do not face jail terms and so on, that is unrighteous. And so we pray for righteousness to flood through our nation and exalt the nation. And so we pray that justice would be seen and would be done and that those that are in uh, contravention of the laws of our nation would face the necessary action. And we see corrupt individuals not running free with millions and millions, but we see them in prison in the name of Jesus. I believe that and we declare it, that they will be in prison because of the injustices. We also pray, Lord, for our government leaders to fear you, God. The Bible says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. And so we pray that that would be the case. We also ask, Lord, that there would be a removal of those who need to be removed. Some people are not there to serve. They are there for their selfish interests. And we pray that you would uproot them and remove them and that this would be done speedily in the sifting and in the fire which will burn through government. And we also pray lastly, Lord, that there would be a new generation that begins to rise of righteous men and women, of Daniels and Esthers and Nehemiahs. 
and uh, Marys and wonderful people of God that would begin to rise and find themselves in position of government to influence the very course of this nation. In Jesus' name, we say amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Pastor Greg. Thank you, Father, that we can come right now and we can stand against the giant of corruption. We come like David, confident in the God who's gone before us. We might seem small and the giant might seem big, but we stand against it, confident in what our God has done before. We serve the God that says in Romans 4.17, I give life to that which is dead. And I call those things that are not as though they were. And we do that today. In Jesus' Name, where integrity and ethics seems dead, we speak life into it in Jesus' Name. We pray that the stronghold, the giant of corruption would fall and in its place would rise a foundation of integrity, of ethics, of godliness. Father, and it is not dead. We speak life into it in Jesus' Name. I prophesy life again into integrity in this country and the giant of corruption will fall and that that which has been wasted and stolen would be even returned. Father, we pray and we repent for the wasting and the stealing of resources, but we call our government to repentance in Jesus' Name, that they would stand and realise what they've done. Father, that You would grip their hearts and make them realise it's not right. We call the opposite of corruption into being in Jesus' Name, and that is honesty and integrity and ethics, and we speak life into it, that it would rise again and we pray against corrupt networks and syndicates in our nation that they would crumble in Jesus name we pray that corruption would be replaced by honest dealings ethical dealings that people would stand and rise with the integrity inside of them. Father, that they would stand up and be heard. We call in godly statesmen to remove, to replace those who are not godly in Jesus' Name. Father, that You would put the right people in place that stand for the opposite of corruption, that stand for integrity. And we call that in in Jesus' Name. We, rep we stand on behalf of our government and we pray for good governance. Father, where it's been the opposite up until now. We pray for South Africa and our government in Jesus' Name and where it has been lacking and where that which should be in place is not. We call it as though it were. We see it in the Spirit in Jesus' Name and we declare that we will have a government that has integrity and that lives that out and is responsible with the funds. And we call in those lost funds that they will be returned in Jesus' Name, that there will be a redeeming and we speak life into the integrity and the foundation in our country and it will grow in Jesus' Name. Amen. Yes, Father, we thank You that You hear our prayers. And just as John mentioned earlier, that the effective prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And Father, we pray that You'll bring down the infection rate in this nation. Lord, we pray that there will be a healing touch. When you taught us to pray, you said that your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. And your kingdom is not one of disease. Your kingdom does not have coronavirus. And Father, we pray that your kingdom come here in South Africa as it is in heaven. Father, we pray that your healing touch will come upon any person who might be infected with this virus. Lord Jesus, we pray that you will increase their immune system and strengthen their bodies, Father, and give wisdom to the medical staff that are treating them and the wisdom to the medical staff here 
in this nation. Father, we don't want any speak of another wave. The only wave we want, Father, is a wave of your Holy Spirit. And we declare it in this nation. In Jesus' name, we pray that your Holy Spirit will come and move, will bring a wave of healing, will bring a wave of revival as a result of that healing, that people will turn their hearts to you because they know that they know that they know that Jesus Christ is Lord. You tell us in Revelation that the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. So Father, we know that people have come to be healed by you. And Lord, we pray, do it again. May your healing touch come upon this nation, Father, in many ways. And Lord, we pray that there will be government and experts working together, that they'll be led by you, even if they do not know it, Father. Father, we pray that you'll place the right people in strategic positions. Lord, we pray for Daniels to rise up into those positions, that they will influence government and that the right thing will be done, Father, that it won't be from the human perspective, Lord, but it will be from your wisdom. You tell us, in, you tell us that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And Father, I pray that government and all of us in this nation will have a fear of of the Lord and as a result of that that there will be a unity that happens a unity in churches a unity with the medical fraternity a unity in the government a unity that falls in line with your plan for this nation and we pray for protection and safety of the health workers Lord may you place a hedge of protection around them may you come and have your way and may our healthcare system operate effectively May you bring about solutions to problems that they may be having and they didn't know it yet. Lord, may you bring about an effective way of dealing with things. Lord, we trust you. We submit ourselves to you. Come and have your way in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, we come to you today with our hearts full of praise because we seek to gather again, Lord. We seek to come together as the family of God that we can be in unity together, that we can worship together. But Lord, at the moment, there is a discrimination. Lord, there is a softness that is coming against us, Lord, that is keeping us from seeking your face as we should. And Lord, I pray for the gathering of your churches to come together, that our rights and freedoms to gather and worship would be respected, Lord, that we would be strong before you in unity as the family of God. Lord, I pray that permission would be granted for us to come together with at least 50% at, um, attendance, Lord, that we would be opened without further delay. Father, I pray for an end to the delay in Jesus' name. I pray for your favor to fall upon us, Lord, that you would give us favor in the sight of your, both yourself and with men, Lord, that just as it was said of Jesus and Samuel, they grew in favor with God and with men, that our cry to you would come with immense favor, Lord, and that you'd move upon the hearts of those who have the authority to give the permission that we can open as I believe your heart desires. Lord, I pray that pastors too would demonstrate real integrity in this time and church leaders, that they'd seek your face first, that they'd not be moved by the moving of their own hearts, they'd be moved by your spirit, Lord, that there would be a touch from heaven upon them and a wisdom and an understanding that is purely divine. Lord, that they'd be in tune with you, that they'd minister to their flock, but that there would be a sense of great understanding of the times and to move in a way that continues to keep the church with the utmost integrity held up before you. Lord, I pray also that fresh hope 
would flood communities as churches reopen. Your people need to gather together, Lord. It is written in your word, do not forsake the gathering of yourselves together. Lord, that is our heart's cry. It's a yearning. It's a groaning, Lord. It's like birth pains coming up before you. Just as your people, Lord, when they were in Egypt, their groaning reached to heaven. I pray that the groaning and yearning of our hearts would reach to you. And that out of the midst of that, Lord, you would both hear and answer. You will not bring to birth and then not deliver. And I pray that you would deliver us into churches reopening, worshiping together, that we can honor your glorious and holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we can pray for the voice of the church to be recognized and respected. Indeed, Father God, we, we come and ask for a restoration of the voice of the church. Thank you, Father, that government and political parties will regard and value the voice of the church again. We pray, Lord, that no longer the church will be silenced. We pray that government and political parties will truly respect and see that the church is the very chosen instrument of God. It's the only way that God will work. And we pray, Lord, restore the voice of the church with government and political parties. We thank you, Lord, that it that they will listen to the true voice of the church and not to false prophets, false things, that they will not listen to misleading things that comes out, that they will not listen to voices that breaks down the church. But we pray that the voice of the true church will be heard and will be respected by government. We thank you, Lord, that our engagement with government will produce results. We thank you, Lord, that what we do and when we engage with government will not have no results. We, we pray, Father, that we will see it. We will experience it. The church will grow and we will see how the church go forward with government, helping and guiding government, giving direction and that government will honor and respect the voice of the church. And then finally, Lord, want to pray that the authorities and government, that they will appreciate the role of the church when it comes to hope and healing. For Lord, we see a nation that needs hope. You say in your word that you bring hope and we call down that hope we pray the government will see that the hope is there and it's coming through the church. Let them see it, Lord. Open their eyes. Take away the deception and let us see. Let them see the hope of God as well as the healing. You made us, Lord. You can fix us. We ask, let everyone know that God is healing. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we really love you. 
just aware of how much you love us, Father. Thank you that it's to you that we can look for protection and for provision. Father, I think about your people who are struggling and I know that your heart is there for them. Father, thank you that when we read in the Word, we read how we can just hide ourselves in your love. We read how we can how we can hide ourselves in the shot of your wings. Lord, you know every one of your children. You know what they're going through. <sighs> Father God, you see and you hear their cries. We remember, Father, you heard the cries of the Israelites when they were in Egypt and your heart was moved. We remember, Jesus, how you traveled from place to place and you saw the crowds and they were like sheep without a shepherd and your heart was moved. We look to you again today. We ask you as a leadership team to provide for your people. We ask you as a leadership team to protect your people, Father God. Lord, you know those people who don't have jobs. You know, you know what they face every day when they wake up. And they don't even know where to start. But you know. And so we ask you to whisper by your Spirit into their hearts. And we pray that you'll give them hope and strength and strategy. We pray that you'll direct their paths. We pray that they will uh, find themselves being led by you. And we ask that you will provide employment for people who are looking for jobs. They just want to provide an honest day's work. They want to provide for their families, Lord God. We ask you. We've heard testimonies of people who have had lockdown breakthroughs, and we ask you to do it again. Father, I pray for those people who have got businesses, and they don't know where to go. The cash flow has run out. We ask you to release provision from heaven for them, We, we believe, Lord. We allow faith to rise up in our heart, Lord God. We've just sung. There's nothing that our God can't do. And so we look to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Father, we just want to thank you today for the awesome privilege of praying. Thank you that you are our own Father. Thank you, Lord, that we may talk to you, speak to you. Thank you that you listen to our prayers. Thank you for your love and your care. Lord, and today we stand in, we do interceding for our churches, for your body, the body of Jesus on this earth. Lord, and we pray that the churches will regain ground and that we will not settle for any loss. Lord, we pray that we will take more ground for the kingdom of God. Lord, we thank you that your word says that every place where we put our feet, it will belong to us. And Lord, in the spirit, we walk and we advance and we take in more and more ground. And we will not settle for any loss. We will move forward with faith and expectancy, declaring the glory of God, taking in and declaring the power of God. Lord, today we pray that people will not fear the virus. 
Thank you that your word says you have given us a spirit of strength. Lord, thank you that we can stand against all fear, all anxiety. Thank you, Lord, that you stir up a passion in people's hearts and that we will just know that we can rely on you, on your power, on your strength. And we stand against every fear, every feeling of fear that it would just depart from our people, that people will not fear coming back to church, but that we will be bold and strong, just like you told Joshua, be bold, be strong, be courageous, be very strong. We thank you that you make us strong in a time like this. Lord, we thank you for a new season of momentum for your church. We thank you, Lord, that this new season will be the better season. And it won't be a terrible time, but it will be a new normal, a good normal, a fabulous time in the Spirit. Lord, this is what we call for, that this new season will truly be the best season of the church ever, ever. Lord, we pray for heavenly strategies. Thank you that your word says whenever we lack wisdom, we can ask you and you will give us wisdom. And we thank you that you give us the wisdom that we will find the strategies that we will hear from you so that we will be more and more effective. Thank you that you give us greater boldness to all the servants of God. Thank you, Lord, that you make us strong with the power of the Spirit indwelling mightily in us. Thank you, Lord, that we stand against the works of evil, knowing that we are more than the conquerors. Lord, we thank you that we can be expectant for the church to be even more stronger than before the pandemic. We declare it, we call it out in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that as we stand before you, as we come, Lord, to, to ask for a move of your Holy Spirit, Lord, we come to repent. First of all, Father God, we repent that we are self-reliant. We repent, Father God, that we were inward living. We repent, Father God, of, that we try to live out of our own wisdom and our own strength. Forgive us, O God, that we thought that we could be God. Lord, we turn back to you this morning and we call forth the presence of your power to be within us. We call forth the glory of your God to move amongst our people again to, today, Father God. Lord, we take up our trust and our hope and our faith and our reliance and we place our hands in yours and say, God, guide us, O Lord. Father, sorry that we were not having a hunger for your presence. Lord, we repent of not being hungry for you, Father God. And we ask, Lord, that, that we open our mouths, Father God, as Psalm 81 says, we open it wide. And we ask, Lord, come and fill us. Come and fill us with the goodness and mercy of your grace. Father, we declare that this is the time for a fresh hunger for the kingdom of God to come upon earth, to move upon earth, to show its glory and grace. Father God, we say that the time has come. We draw the line in the sand and we say, let hunger for Christ's presence arise as never before. Show us your glory and grace, O God. Arise above us, O Father God. Your word says in Psalm 81, do it again, Father God. It says in Psalm 68, arise and show us your power. Shake this earth, Father God, as we hunger into, for your presence. 
Oh, Father God, we call forth the work of the Holy Spirit. We call forth the fall of the Holy Spirit. Lord, come with your glory and grace and fall upon us again. Show us your power. Shake this earth, Father God. This is the people that you made. This is the earth that you made. This is the promise that you've given us. You will be God until all eternity. And we look to you this morning, Father God. So we come and we ask, O oh Lord, that not only is there a fresh hunger for your presence, but we also declare that you have the right of way to move among your people and among this place and among the churches. Lord, I call forth that the churches will demonstrate the power of your anointing again, that we will not be powerless, but Father, oh God, that we will declare and walk in the love of Christ, that we will be in love with you again, that we will demonstrate your power and your love again. Father God, that your church will be recognized, that we will not be vo uh, voiceless, that we will be the beacon of hope, that we will be the true representative of Christ. I ask for signs, wonders, and miracles to fall upon this nation. All illness gone in Jesus' name. Captives to be set free. Jobless and homeless to be helped. And the Holy Spirit to move across our nation in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Pastors, you can just stay on stage. I want to ask that we pray now in our heavenly language. You know what praying in our heavenly language in tongues is what the Bible calls the perfect prayer. And so let us pray now for about two or so minutes in your heavenly language. If you don't have uh, the gift of tongues, you can pray just in your natural tongue in line with things that we've been praying for. But out aloud, the couple of people in the house, back in vocalists, please join me right now as we pray in the Spirit. We won't be ashamed about praying in this language that you've given us. Come on, pray like it matters. Pray with a determination in your spirit. Thank you, Lord, that our prayers are effective because we are your children praying and you love to hear the prayers of the righteous. Sembre, yes, keep on for one more minute going and praying in your heavenly language. Come on, exercise that muscle. Thank you, Lord, that you are hearing our prayer. Wouldn't you just in your mind's eye begin to get a sense of God bringing the answers as a result of our prayers? Let me tell you, we don't pray as a ritual, but we pray for results. Do you hear that? 
We pray for results. We don't pray to feel good, although it feels wonderful when we pray. We are praying for results. And specifically, Lord, that aspect of the churches being reopened, that we would be allowed at least 50% in our gatherings. We put that before you, Lord. How can it be that an aircraft can be full every seat? How can it be that a taxi can be full every seat? How can it be that restaurants and casinos can have so many people in, but the church cannot? And we say no to that in Jesus' name. And we say church is opening. The church will safely reopen. And we ask you, you say we have not because we ask not, but we ask you, Lord, for 50% of the church to be able to gather again. I see hungry people running into church, worshiping, gathering together, praying in the corporate setting, Lord. And we say, let it be done, let it be done, let it be done in the name of Jesus. Now, would you give the Lord a hand of praise? Come on, even at home, say something. Say something like, awesome. Praise God. Hallelujah.